section sixteen of mob rule in new orleans by ida b wells barnett this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by holly jensen section sixteen lynching record the following table of lynchings has been kept year by year by the chicago tribune beginning with eighteen eighty two and shows the list of negroes that have been lynched during that time eighteen eighty two negroes murdered by mobs fifty two eighteen eighty three negroes murdered by mobs thirty nine eighteen eighty four negroes murdered by mobs fifty three eighteen eighty five negroes murdered by mobs one hundred sixty four eighteen eighty six negroes murdered by mobs one hundred thirty six eighteen eighty seven negroes murdered by mobs one hundred twenty eight eighteen eighty eight negroes murdered by mobs one hundred forty three eighteen eighty nine negroes murdered by mobs one hundred twenty seven eighteen ninety negroes murdered by mobs one hundred seventy one eighteen ninety one negroes murdered by mobs one hundred ninety two eighteen ninety two negroes murdered by mobs two hundred forty one eighteen ninety three negroes murdered by mobs two hundred eighteen ninety four negroes murdered by mobs one hundred ninety eighteen ninety five negroes murdered by mobs one hundred seventy one eighteen ninety six negroes murdered by mobs one hundred thirty one eighteen ninety seven negroes murdered by mobs one hundred fifty six eighteen ninety eight negroes murdered by mobs one hundred twenty seven eighteen ninety nine negroes murdered by mobs one hundred seven of these thousands of men and women who have been put to death without judge or jury less than one-third of them have even been accused of criminal assault the world at large has accepted unquestionably the statement that negroes are lynched only for assaults upon white women of those who were lynched from eighteen eighty two to eighteen ninety one the first ten years of the tabulated lynching record the charges are as follows two hundred and sixty-nine were charged with rape two hundred fifty-three with murder forty-four with robbery thirty-seven with incendiarism four with burglary twenty-seven with race prejudice thirteen quarrelled with white men ten with making threats seven with rioting five with miscegenation in thirty-two cases no reasons were given the victims were lynched on general principles during the past five years the record is as follows of the one hundred seventy one persons lynched in eighteen ninety five only thirty four were charged with this crime in eighteen ninety six out of a hundred thirty one persons who were lynched only thirty four were said to have assaulted women of the one hundred fifty six in eighteen ninety seven only thirty two in eighteen ninety eight out of a hundred twenty seven persons lynched twenty four were charged with the alleged usual crime in eighteen ninety nine of the one hundred seven lynchings sixteen were said to be for crimes against women 
these figures of course speak for themselves and to the unprejudiced fair-minded person it is only necessary to read and study them in order to show that the charge that the negro is a moral outlaw is a false one made for the purpose of injuring the negro's good name and to create public sentiment against him if public sentiment were alive as it should be upon the subject it would refuse to be longer hoodwinked and the voice of conscience would refuse to be stilled by these false statements if the laws of the country were obeyed and respected by the white men of the country who charge that the negro has no respect for law these things could not be for every individual no matter what the charge would have a fair trial and an opportunity to prove his guilt or innocence before a tribunal of law that is all the negro asks that is all the friends of law and order need to ask for once the law of the land is supreme no individual who commits crime will escape punishment individual negroes commit crimes the same as do white men but that the negro race is peculiarly given to assault upon women is a falsehood of the deepest dye the tables given above show that the negro who is saucy to white men is lynched as well as the negro who is charged with assault upon women less than one-sixth of the lynchings last year eighteen ninety nine were charged with rape the negro points to his record during the war in rebuttal of this false slander when the white women and children of the south had no protector save only these negroes not one instance is known where the trust was betrayed it is remarkably strange that the negro had more respect for womanhood with the white men of the south hundreds of miles away than they have to-day when surrounded by those who take their lives with impunity and burn and torture even worse than the unspeakable turk again the white women of the north came south years ago threaded the forests visited the cabins taught the schools and associated only with the negroes whom they came to teach and had no protectors near at hand they had no charge or complaint to make of the danger to themselves after association with this class of human beings not once has the country been shocked by such recitals from them as come from the women who are surrounded by their husbands brothers lovers and friends if the negro's nature is bestial it certainly should have proved itself in one of these two instances the negro asks only justice and an impartial consideration of these facts end of section sixteen recording by holly jensen End of Mob Rule in New Orleans by Ida B. Wells Barnett